the ministry of Bishop Eddie Fabin edifies, comforts, and exhorts as God confirms his word with accompanying miracles, signs, and wonders. Bishop Eddie Fabin is a pastor with the United Denominations originating from the Lighthouse Group of Churches and currently pastors the Catch the Anointing Center in Oboise. His weekly Sunday services, Monday 11th hour prayers and the Friday prophetic turning point services are streamed live on Facebook and have blessed many lives. He's also a seasoned counselor God uses immensely to repair shattered relationships. You are about to experience the manifest presence of God. Now here's Bishop Eddie Fabian. Thank you. We bless you. Make our lives fruitful before you. May we glorify you by bringing forth many fruits. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. Well, tonight I just want to continue talking about bearing fruit after your own kind. And um, we are gradually getting to the end of it. Amen. And uh, I believe that you've been blessed so far. How many have been blessed by bearing fruit after your own kind? Amen. Last week, we were looking at understanding our fruitful, fruitfulness rights. We said that we have been created to be fruitful, isn't it? And then we also said that we are commanded to be fruitful, according to Genesis 1, 28. And then also, we are blessed to be fruitful. So God blesses us so that we can bear fruit. And then we have been redeemed to be fruitful. And then we are chosen and ordained to be fruitful. Amen. And um, we've been looking at seven reasons why we must be fruitful. First of all, we said to show that you are a real Christian. Do you remember how many of you remember? I think that you should be writing these things down so that it can just be on the screen when we come. Secondly, it shows that you are a healthy Christian. How many remember? Okay. The way you are quiet, I'm wondering whether you are with me or you are with me. Thirdly, we said to show that you have overcome the chokers of the word. And we read Mark chapter 4 and verse 19 where the Bible says that uh, the cares of this world, the deceitfulness of riches and the last of other things, when they enter in, they choke the word that is spoken. The word is the seed. So when the word comes and all these things are at play, they don't allow you to become fruitful. The word must be able to germinate so that you bring forth fruit. But because of these things, they choke the word. They don't allow the word even to breathe. So you don't bring forth fruit the way you should. And a lot of people are not fruitful the way God expects them to be. So we looked at these three things. We said, number one, the cares of this world. If we follow them, they are important, they are necessary, but if you follow them too much, you will not be fruitful. Secondly, we talked about the deceitfulness of riches. That riches are, are a great deception. And if you don't take care, the enemy will deceive you. You will follow riches as if you will get it, but you never get it. And instead of following God and seeking after God, so that these things will rather follow you, we think that we should rather follow these things so that God will follow us. It doesn't work that way. So that young man that came to see Jesus and he said to Jesus that, what is it that I can do so that I can have eternal life? And when Jesus told him other things, it was easy. But when the issue of money came up, that go and sell everything that you have and give the money to the poor, mm, then that one was too much for him because like the Bible says, he had great possession or like Dr. Fred Price would say, great possessions had him. So they were holding him so he couldn't let it go. And the Bible says he went away very sorrowful. So sometimes when we follow riches, we can't follow God. Not sometimes, all the time. That's why the Bible says that 
hardly will you find a rich man making it into the kingdom. Usually those who have made it and they are rich in the kingdom, they entered the kingdom before they became rich. But to be rich before you enter, it doesn't really happen. And only a few are able to make it. Even that one, you must humble yourself in a certain way. Amen. And then also the Bible says that the last of other things, you know, last is a very strong word. Um, you can define love as wanting something that God also wants. But last you can define it as wanting something that God doesn't want you to have. Yeah. So love, God wants you to have it. God also wants it. God uh, approves of it. You know, but last, you go for something that God doesn't approve of. And there are many things that as we follow them, it doesn't make us follow God. And sometimes, they are so strong that they have a way of taking you Totally. When you look at um, even the life of Solomon, Solomon, for instance, the Bible says in, um, uh, is it First Kings 11? Um, it said that Solomon loved many women. Yeah. <laughs> I tell you, the love of the women, it was not a simple thing. You know, yeah, First Kings chapter 11, verse 1. It said, but King Solomon loved many strange women. Hey, together with the daughter of Pharaoh, women of the Moabites, the Ammonites, the Edomites, the Zidonians, and Hittites. Just a, of a variety. I tell you, he, he went for different, different classes of women. Hey, you see, last is a very wild thing, no? It will pull you in such a way you will not believe that I am the one part that I'm being pulled like that. Yeah. So, it's the thing that we need to watch. And then verse 2, the Bible says that, and of the nations, look at it, concerning which the Lord said unto the children of Israel, you shall not go into them, neither shall they come in unto you, for surely they will turn away your heart after their gods. Solomon clave unto these in love. You see, but really it's last. Because anything that makes you disobey God is that strong that makes you not obey God and the word of God. It's last. And that's what happened to him. So verse 3, the Bible says that, and he had 700 wives princesses and 300 concubines and his wives turned away his heart that's what will happen so you don't become fruitful again verse 4 the bible says for it came to pass when solomon was old that his wives turned away his heart after other gods and his heart was not perfect with the lord his god as was the heart of his father David. So the thing that happened to Solomon, the last of the flesh, I mean the women, it was not easy for him. And this thing is something common to man. All these things, we also have it. Sometimes you find people, I mean, the girl is going after this man. Nothing can stop her. No matter what you say. So you find that they become unfruitful. There are people who have left church because of following after flesh. Yeah. People have left the things of God because of following after flesh. Yeah. Samson was another example. He also followed women. It was not easy for him. So what God was expecting of him to do as a judge... He couldn't do it because the last after the women, he couldn't stop. They controlled him and it was not a simple thing. Anything that controls you and makes you not obey the word of God is not a good thing. You need to be asking yourself, what are the things that are controlling me? 
So mad that I can't even come to church. So mad that I can't pray. So mad that I can't read my Bible. That thing has taken over your life. You need to be careful. You see, and it's all because of the things that we crave for and we love. It's like, this is what I want. Whether God likes it or not, I want it. And last Sunday, as Bishop was preaching and he was talking about the adversaries that make us not be able to enter into the open door that God has given to us. He said that one adversary that we need to be careful of is yourself. Yourself. So the Bible says that Jesus said, if anyone will come after me, let him deny himself and take up his cross and follow me. That is the only key that can help you to overcome lust. Deny yourself. Deny yourself. Yeah. Because when you want to have your own thing, you want to have it by all means. When you begin to deny yourself, you will find out that you will not go after that thing anymore. Yeah. Yeah. Sometimes the money has become something that you are lasting after. Yeah. And it takes you away. Hmm. First Timothy chapter 6, if you can turn to it. First Timothy chapter 6 and verse 9. First Timothy chapter 6, verse 9. It says that, but they that will be rich mm, fall into temptation and a snare and into many foolish and hateful lusts. Yeah. Money can pull you into all sorts of things which drown men in destruction and perdition. Yeah. So when you continue, it talks about for the love of money, the love of money is the root of all evil. It's the root. So when we love money so much, that's it. And I was talking to you last time about the deceitfulness of riches. It's, it's the thing. It will just move you. It's a which was some coveted after. In other words, they have made up their minds that we will look for money. No matter what. As for us, we are looking for money. And we don't have time for God. Yeah. So, while some coveted after, they have erred from the faith. And pierced themselves through with many sorrows. Yeah. Somebody once told Bishop Black, as for me, I love money. I love money. Yeah. Money is good. But the love of it. That is what creates the problem. So you are lasting after it. I want it. And this and that. You are chasing anything you will do to get money. You will do it. You find out that you, you become unfruitful. Yeah. In fact, if you are a pastor. And you, you last after money. You will not be a good pastor. Yeah. You will not be a good pastor. You, 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 you will fail. Because. The work of God is about seeking first the kingdom of God and all his righteousness and all other things will be added. That is when you begin to introduce all sorts of things. Come, let me pray for you and then you will do this. Come, take this water and this will happen. Come, now I hear people are even boiling meat. Or is it, what are they boiling now? Meat and, and what? Soup. Is it Chobba Church? <laughs> And they are giving, you see, because the last of the thing will, will begin to make you go into all sorts of things. Then that's the end. Hey, Romans chapter 1, verse 24. Thank you, Lord. So, watch it. Anything that you wanted so much. Wherefore, God also gave them up to uncleanness. Through the last of their own hearts to dishonor their own bodies between themselves. <laughs> God gave them up 
through the last that they had. It's a very wild thing. It's something that the enemy introduces into your life and it takes you away. When Peter was preaching in 2 Peter chapter 1, if you can put it, 2 Peter chapter 1, verse 3, it's a powerful scripture. 3. It says that according as his divine power has given unto us all things that pertain unto life and godliness through the knowledge of him that has called you, called us to glory and virtue. So God has already given us all things. Somebody say all things. All things that pertain to life and to godliness. If you can follow God and believe in God, you will have all things that pertain to life and unto godliness. But you see, verse 4, the Bible says that, can you go to verse 4? Whereby I given unto us exceeding great and precious promises, that by these you might be partakers of the divine nature. So, yes, the things that have been given to us, they are there, God will give it unto you. But if you don't have it, God has given you promises to hold on to till the time that you take hold of that thing. I don't know whether I'm preaching to somebody. So we need to hold on to the promises, even though the thing hasn't come. All things that pertain to life and unto godliness. When it hasn't come, the Bible says that he has given us exceeding great and precious promises. Let's hold on to the promises so that we can become partakers of the divine nature. But look at what happens. It says that we have escaped the corruption. When you do that, you will begin to escape the corruption. That is in the world through lust. There's a certain corruption. When you have lust, it will corrupt you. And you will not do well. You will not do well. It will choke you. And you become unfruitful as a Christian. You never do well. Your Christian life will never amount to anything because of the thing that you are lasting after. And that's why the key to all these things is to just crucify the flesh. Paul said, for I'm crucified with Christ, Galatians 2.20. Nevertheless, I live, yet not I, but Christ who liveth in me. Yeah, he said, for the life which I now live, I live it by the faith of the Son of God who died for me and gave himself for me. That's it. So by that faith and by that crucifixion of our flesh, we'll be able to overcome the last of the flesh. May you overcome the last. Oh yeah. They say women, their own is their eyes. When they see it, they want it. So if you find that your eyes are worrying you, don't be looking at certain things. Yeah, even some men, when you see something, you see that you are following after it. Hey, Job said, I made a covenant with my eyes that I will not look at a woman in a certain way again. <laughs> because your eyes will take you like this. And that's it, you are gone. Like the girls who say, no kebote. It will take you away. <laughs> yeah. So may the Lord deliver us from last. Any lustful desires in you, may it be cursed in Jesus' name. May you rather have love for the things of God. May you have love for the word of God. May you have love for the presence of God. In the name of Jesus Christ. That is the only way you can be fruitful. That is the only way. Hallelujah. Now, the fourth reason why we need to be uh, fruitful is to show that you are an active Christian. Number one, we said that you are what? A real Christian. Number two, we said to show that what? You are a healthy Christian. Number three, to show that what? You have overcome the chokers of the word. And what are the chokers? The cares of this life, the deceitfulness of riches, and the last of what? Other things. You know, we couldn't go into so many things. The last for cars, the last for money, the last for what? So many things that you are lasting after. The last for worldly music. You know, there are some people they've left the church because of following worldly music. Yeah. 
I know one lady, she very powerful Christian sister, but she still loves worldly music and moving into, oh, she was taken away because she could sing. And then she got these worldly people to also just come and take her to go and sing for them. And that was the end. Hey, may that not be your testimony. But number four, we are saying that to show that you are an active Christian. Listen, fruits are a result of activity. There is never a fruit that is showing that there's been no activity. <laughs> you can ask a husband and a wife, they will tell you. Yeah. Ask the married couples, they will tell you. That fruits don't just appear. Yeah. Pastor Richard's wife just gave birth, I mean, not too long ago, but he will tell you that. She didn't just give birth. Eh? Pastor Richard, am I, am I saying something? Am I? <laughs> yeah. There's a lot of activity that goes on, and activity is essential for fruit bearing. Yeah. When you don't have activity, nothing happens. Sometimes you have a lady, she's saying, eh, uh, I'm believing God for a child, whatever, so many things, nothing has happened, and all that. But when you go into her life, you find out that she is not active. I'm talking about a certain activity that you must get into. I don't know whether I'm talking to grown-ups here. I'm talking to young people. I don't know which people are here. Grown-ups. But you see the sister, she's never active. Down. Like a cadaver. But a, like a place in Accra called Botiano. So you find that nothing is being produced. Yeah. One sister, she was staying somewhere and her husband was also at another place. Meanwhile, she wants to get pregnant and bring forth fruits. It doesn't work like that. There's a certain activity that must take place. Yeah. I haven't heard that somebody has emailed spams or <laughs> WhatsApp was up spam to a lady and then she used it and it doesn't work like that. <laughs> there is activity that must take place. So we also, we are married to Christ. So the activity that we have in the church is what leads to the fruits that we bear in the church. I don't know whether somebody understands what I'm saying. Yeah. So we need to rise up and break up our fallow grounds. Yeah. The grounds have been too fallow. When they say something is fallow, it's like it's lying there, not used. Yeah. And that is why you don't find fruits in your life. Jeremiah chapter 4. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Lord. Jeremiah chapter 4, verse 1. Christianity is about activity. If thou will return, O Israel, saith the Lord, return unto me, and if thou will put away thine abominations out of my sight, then shalt thou not remove. Verse 2. And thou shalt swear, the Lord liveth in truth, in judgment, and in righteousness, and the nations shall bless themselves in him, and in him shall they glory. Verse 3. It says, for thus saith the Lord to the men of Judah and the men of Obwase, cut the anointing center, and Jerusalem. Break up your fallow ground. Break up your fallow ground and sow not among thorns. Break up your fallow ground. There are grounds that have been lying waste for a long time. They have not been broken. There is no way you can sow on such a ground and something will happen. When the ground is not break, broken, when you sow, it will not even go down. It is hard. Yeah. So some of us, we are too hardened due to lack of activity. <laughs> Am I talking to somebody? Sometimes you become too some way when you don't do any exercise then you see that your body has become stiff in a certain way 
So that's why it is advised, especially when you are growing, find some exercise to do. Do some jogging. Do some running. Otherwise, your body is going to become stiff. And before you realize, that's your end. Yeah. Am I talking to somebody? There is activity in God. Anybody who comes to God, you must be very active. Break the fallow ground. Break the fallow ground. Break the fallow ground. Break the fallow ground. Don't stay inactive. Break the fallow ground. Break it. Break it. In Hosea chapter 10 verse 12, another prophet also said the same. He said, so to yourselves, Hosea 10 verse 12, so to yourselves in righteousness and reap in mercy. Break up your fallow ground. Break up your fallow ground. For what? It is time to seek the Lord till he come and reign righteousness unto you. Listen, break up that fallow ground of your life. There are many, you see, there are many genuine Christians, but they are very inactive. Genuinely, they want to serve God. They, are, they, they want to be in the house of God and love God and all that, but they don't do anything. Many Christians who want to be, but they are lazy. There are many unused parts in your life. Unused parts. What are the unused parts in your life? In fact, when you start getting into activity, you begin to know that there are things that you didn't even know that you could do. Yeah. Yeah. If you're a wife and you're very active, you will find out that there are more acrobatic things that you can do. I don't know whether I'm, I'm in the right place. Well, I'm, I'm, I'm at the right place. Okay, okay, okay. But you never knew you could do them because you've always been there. No activity. But the more you do it, the more you begin to release certain things out of you that were not there. That you didn't know was there. Yeah. Do you know how many times Ronaldo, CR Ronaldo, isn't that a CR7? <laughs> CR7. Do you know how many times he kicks the free kick every time before he comes on the field? <laughs> you don't know. <laughs> he has been exercising and doing activity for a long time. So he's producing certain fruits. But you'll be sitting there and you think, yeah, if we just get up and we go, then it will happen. It doesn't happen like that. Tiger Woods, he hits golf balls thousand times a day. 1,000 times. Before he can become Tiger Woods that he's walking there. So, activity is needed. The more activity, the more you discover things that you can do. Yeah. I have discovered many things about me because of the activities I've been engaged in. Yeah. Some of you may be able to lead worship, but you have been engaged in that activity. So, when we come to church, we are all standing because we don't know whether you can do it. And you yourself don't even know whether you can do it. But engage yourself in activity. That's why the Basenta work. All of you should get into it. Underground church, you will bring out things out of you that you didn't know it was there. You will see that you have become the praise and worship leader. You have become the prayer, uh, whatever. You have become the evangelism secretary. You have become everything. You see that everything you are doing it, activity will produce fruits in your life. Yeah. You must break it because it is something that will try to suppress you. You will not, you feel like I, I cannot do it, but you can Oh, you can. All you have to do is to be active. And listen, the reason why you don't enjoy Christianity is because you are not active in it. Anything you are not active in, you will not enjoy it. It will be boring. Boring. And some people find church boring. I mean, me, church. Out of the question, that church is boring for me? No, at all. For where? Church has never been boring for me. Yeah. You see, anything you don't engage in it and all that, it will be boring. Even when you travel to America, 
you are in America, you are just there in the house. You'll be bored. <laughs> one day, I heard that one church, they were having a, a after service, then they made the announcement that they are going to have board members, all board members, there's a meeting after service, so they should meet after service, and they, they show the room. And then, after service, when they went to the room, the board members uh, arrived, and they were all seated. Then this small boy also came, and he has also come for the meeting. <laughs> so they asked him, why are you here? He said he heard that they said, <laughs> they said all board members in the church. So he's bored in the church. <laughs> he has come for the meeting. He's a board member. You will become a board member <laughs> when you don't do anything in the church. But from tonight, may you become active in the church. May you find something to do in the church. As the next person, are you a board member? Are you a board member in the church? <laughs> yeah. You are not engaging anything. You won't join the choir. You won't join the ashes. You won't join the airport stars. You won't join the teachers and follow up. You won't join the projection team, the sound control, praise and worship. Eh? So many things in the church that you can be a part of. And so the church is boring. The, the church is boring. So when they're having board members meeting, you, you, you arrive because you are a board member. <laughs> are you a fallow ground or you are an active ground? Ask the person sitting by you. Are you a fallow ground or you are an active ground? What did they say? Yeah. Very gifted, but you never use your gifts. How do you expect to produce fruits? Your fruits will be produced when you make use of the gifts that God has given to you. And the gifts even become better. They are polished. I've never known any dull moment in my Christian life. No. Since I got born again, after I got born again, I remember... I was led to a group on campus called the Campus Evangelism Wing. Campus Evangelism Wing on campus. KNUST. Those days was just UST. And I remember that group, hey, will be going from door to door doing evangelism, witnessing, person to person, soul to soul, heart to heart. We knock on your door, then we enter. Then we come and witness. Then we go. And we have people, when we witness, we bring the people, we have something called maturity classes. Every Sunday morning. And we bring them and we teach them. We teach them from lesson one to lesson nine. And every week they will come. We'll be teaching them. And we will follow them up. As I'm on campus, throughout, we'll follow, follow them up. And then, on Saturdays, we have done broadcast. Activity. We will go to uh, 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 Africa Hall. Then we clap our hands. Pa, 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 pa. May I have a few minutes of your time to share the word of God with you. We are here from the campus evangelism wing. We want to talk to you about Jesus Christ. Bible says that God so loved the world that he gave his only begotten son that whosoever believes in him should not perish but have everlasting life. This morning we are here to tell you about the love of God. That love made Jesus die for you. It doesn't matter what you have done. That love died for you so that you can have life. Maybe your whole life you have been walking in sin but God said I love you and I came to die for you. If only you can accept me as your Lord and Savior, my blood will wash away your sins. Hey, that will be preaching. We'll be preaching. If you are there, you want to give your life to Jesus. Repeat these prayers after me. Hey, then we pray. Then we say where we are coming from. Campus evangelism. We say tomorrow morning, 8 o'clock, we'll be at the Great Hall. We'll be having a meeting there, uh, uh, maturity school. If you gave your life to Christ, come and join us. 
And people come and they say they gave their life to Christ when we prayed. Because sometimes people don't want anybody to see them. That they are. <laughs> so you can't be making altar call. You just say pray in your room. Yeah. Yeah. And then I used to be the prayer secretary. <laughs> Activity of the wing. And we were going to Pajo. Pajo is the stadium. To pray. Every night. I'm telling you, from 10 p.m. to 12 midnight, every night till I left the school, every night we'll meet on the park and we're praying. And you see, hey, it was not a simple thing. My brother, I just love the way we pray. You hold his waist and, hey, Charlie, it was nice. I learned, so all the things you see me doing is out of activity. And you begin to bear fruits in all these areas. Not that I'm whatever, but through activity. And as I was, the, 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 the Sunday maturity classes, we teach people. So you have to know the word and teach. As you are teaching them, you are also studying the word. And that's how come I also studied and memorized a lot of scriptures. And I'll be learning. And You'll become a fruitful Christian. You will become there is no way you will not become a fruitful Christian. Yeah. Even when I was, this day, when I came out of school, I remember my area, I would be going, doing Don Brockers over there because of what I was doing in school. When I came to the church, it's the same thing. I joined the choir. I became the shepherd of the choir, leading the choir. I became a pastor. I mean, that is how you become fruitful. Activity, 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 activity. There should never be a dull moment in your life. Yeah. If there's a dull moment in your life, you have yourself to blame. Yeah. Because some of us will not join anything. Whatever is happening, oh, I will not be available. Whatever, you will not be there. How do you expect to bring forth fruit? You will not bring forth fruit. If you are going to bring forth fruit, just become active. You don't worry about how it will be, whatever. You just be active. You will see that fruits will be coming out of your life. Active. People are very quiet. Am I, am I saying something wrong? Are you sure? Because you are very quiet, so I'm just wondering. Mm. So ask the next person, why are you so quiet? Activity, eh? Yes, you must be active. Yeah. So if you are active, you are likely to produce fruits. Because sometimes you find some people, they say they have joined the secret service. <laughs> Which one is the secret service? Yeah, get yourself active. Join the basentes. If you are not a basenta leader, decide that you'll be a basenta leader. You see, that thing alone will make you do a lot of work. It will make you very active. Yeah. Yeah. Amen. Am I speaking to somebody? Yeah. Ask the person, how active are you in the church? How active are you? And demand an answer. Eh? They are not answering. You are active in other things. Old old students, uh, or bombing old boys <laughs> association. But in the church, you are not active. May we not become people who are suffering from spiritual constipation. You have the word of God, but you don't use it. Yeah. May we use it all. Some of us, every day you are coming to hear the word. Every day. You, are, you should give you another revelation. There's no new revelation that we have. This is it. Take the word and preach it. Oh? Okay. Let me add one more. Oh. Number five, you must be fruitful 
because it will show that you are matured. You are what? Matured. Yeah. In 1 Corinthians chapter 13, Paul said in verse 11, 1 Corinthians chapter 13, verse 11, Paul said, when I was a child, I speak as a child. I understood as a child. I thought as a child. But when I became a man, I did what? I put away childish things. Have you noticed that there are some people, you see that they are grown-ups, but they behave like children? <laughs> Have you seen some people like that? Yeah. One day I met a, a 35-year-old man. He was bathing in a, a basin. <laughs> Big man, isn't the children who do that? But you see, he has not put away the childish things. And many times we find people who are in the church. You have been in the church for years, but you are still a child. You are not maturing as a Christian. The same things that you were doing when you got born again is the same. You haven't matured. How can you bring forth fruit? Paul said, when I became a man, I put away childish things. It's time to put away some childish things. We have all come, to, if you have been around for at least a year, I think that you should be matured enough to be doing certain things. Paul wrote to the Hebrews in Hebrews chapter 5 verse 12. He said to them, For when for the time you ought to be teachers, you ought to be teachers, you have need that one teach you again, which be the first principles of the oracles of God. So there's a time when you ought to be a teacher, teaching other people, responsible for people who are also looking up to you. Enough of looking up to somebody else. It's time for you also giving up yourself for people to look up to you. Yeah. As I stand here, I have so many people looking up to me. There was a time when I just had one person looking up to me and a few people looking up to me and then the number increased and the number increased and the number increased. Today I stand here and I have people in all this council, in Obuasi, in Akukeri, in Dubiase, in Formina, in uh, Mansuachere, in Anyakwanta, in Jacobu, in all these places, in Bekwai, they are all looking up to me. I think that maturity has come in the, in the thing somewhere. That is when you become fruitful. Who are the people who look up to you? When for the time you ought to be teachers, you have need that one teach you again. Verse 13. He said, well, verse, verse 12, he said, and you have become as one who have need of milk and not of strong meat. <laughs> you must have strong meat. Verse 13, he said what? For everyone that useth milk is unskillful in the word of righteousness. For he is a baby. Are you a baby? But if you are just still staying with the milk, you have not gone to strong meat. You have not gone to the point where you are preaching to people and sharing hard word with the people. You are still with milk. And you just love it. Mommy should come and put the breast in your mouth and then you'll be sucking. You haven't reached the point where you yourself take the Bible. Then you begin to set the scriptures. Do a Bible study. Learn about this. Learn about that. Learn about Then you can teach other people. Oh, that's verse 14. He said, But strong meat belongs to them that are of full age. Oh, are there people who are full age here? Yeah, mature. Even those who, by reason of use, have exercised their senses to discern both good and evil. 
You must get to the point where now you discern good and evil. You know it for yourself. Every time we have to show you, this is the way, this is good, this is bad. But when you begin to exercise your senses in the study of the word, in getting into the things of God, now you know things for yourself and now you become somebody who can teach other people. Yeah. The church is very quiet. I think today the word is a bit. But mature, mature. You are taking a long time to mature. You can do it. After one year, I tell you, you are ready to teach somebody the word of God. You are ready. You are ready. Otherwise, you will be like people when we were in school. I don't know whether you had people like that in your class. They used to call them Obi Papa. Obi Papa. Obi Papa. Obi Papa. When we were in school, there was a guy they called Rock of Ages. I mean, the guy, when he's coming, can see that he's grown even the hair on his, on his body. Old lion, he's in the class. And all of us are small, small boys. When he says something, when we go form one, when they call, they can't call him because the guy, he's not a boy. <laughs> he's a man. Just that he's among the small boys. So you can't easily tell, but he's a man. Are you a man among small boys? When we are sharing toffees and things, you two are standing and you are receiving some. I receive it. When you must now be giving to people, you are joining the I receive it people. You don't like my message. Yeah. Anybody who comes for Tuesday service, you are ripe to teach people. Is there anybody here who is not part of the Bacentes? Let me see by wave of your hand. You are not part of the Bacentes. Let me see by wave of your hand. You are not a Bacenta leader. You, you won't raise your hand. At the back there, you too. Who else? You also. You also. Ah, listen. After service, see Pastor Richard. Yeah. No, 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 no. You are too mature to be walking around like that. It's time to also give to somebody and not just be waiting so that they will serve you. Hey. Mm. So, <laughs> yeah. It's time to open to. Open to. Do you know open to? Open to. Yeah. It's very important. Oh, thank you, Lord Jesus. Thank you, Lord Jesus. I don't know whether I want to start anything again because, you see, if we start doing something again, we'll have, we'll have to go into a whole lot of things. Or you want to just... Let me finish it. Okay, number six, it shows that you are an abiding Christian or you are abiding in Christ. Abiding in Christ. Abiding in Christ. John chapter 15 from verse 1 to verse 4. Jesus said, I am the true vine and my father is the husband man. Every branch in me that beareth no fruit, he taketh away. And every branch that beareth fruit, he purgeth it that it may bring forth more fruit. Now ye are clean through the word which I have spoken unto you. Then he said what? Abide in me. And I in you, as the branch cannot bear fruit of itself. When you start bearing fruit, it's a clear sign that you are abiding in Christ. If you want to know whether somebody is abiding in Christ, just look out for his fruits. Once he has fruits, he's abiding in Christ. He said, Except it abide in the vine, no more can ye, except ye abide in me. Amen. Yeah. Any tree that is going to bear fruit is one that has been in the same place for a long time. There are some people, they can't stay around for a long time. Yeah. If you see anybody who is bearing fruit, he has been around for years. You see, Bishop Dag, he has been around for years. <laughs> are you there? Yeah. Anybody you see who is showing some fruits, it cannot be that a person just appeared. In fact, that one, if he just appeared, he will not last. I'm telling you. 
But those who have been around for a long time, abiding, 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 abiding. That's it. Psalm 1. We're going to close. Psalm 1, verse 1. Ha. Jesus said, abide in me. Abide. Abide means to stay. Don't go. People cannot stay. Blessed is the man that walketh not in the counsel of the ungodly, nor standeth in the way of sinners, nor seated in the seat of the scornful. He said what? But his delight is in the law of the Lord. And in his law doth he meditate day and night. This is somebody who is abiding in the word. What will happen to such a person? He says, he shall be like a tree that is planted by the rivers of water that bringeth forth fruits. That bringeth forth fruits. That bringeth forth fruits. May you bring forth fruits. May you bring forth fruits. In the name of Jesus, you are abiding by the river. You are not moving anywhere. When the river is flowing, you are enjoying the nourishment. You are around. You are not moved. Some people are moved by anything. The slightest is saying, I'm, I'm leaving the church. You are leaving. Where are you going? Have you seen some people like that? Have you seen some people like that? Oh, give me a wave if you have seen some people like that. Yeah. Oh, I've left the church. Oh, I'm going. You will never be a fruitful Christian. If you like, if you have a plant in your house, remove it, take it from your house and take it to another place. And when it's there for a while, take it from there to another place. And then when it's there for a while, take, you will see that it will never do. It will die. And people die in the Lord. Mercy. Don't go anywhere. Abide. Stay. 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 When the river is flowing, I'm telling you, the nourishment, the blessings, you'll be receiving it. You'll see that you become very strong and you start bringing forth fruits. Put your hands together for Jesus. Yeah. You will bring forth fruit in your season. Your leaf will never wither. And whatsoever you do shall prosper. That's how come prosperity comes into your life. You do well. Yeah. You see somebody who is having a church that is doing well. The person has been around. Church, it doesn't just work like that too. <laughs> it takes years. That is why you must join the underground church. You will see that it will take a long time. If you don't take it, you'll be very discouraged. Because sometimes the people don't come. And you become very sad. Hey, Psalm 92, my time is up. I have to close. Psalm 92, verse 12. Jesus. He said, The righteous shall do what? Flourish like the palm tree. He shall grow like a cedar in Lebanon. Look at that. Those that be planted. It's not just anybody at all. Those that be planted in the house of the Lord, they are the people who flourish in the courts of our God. May you flourish in the courts of our God because you are planted, because you are abiding. So when you see a Christian that is flourishing, flourishing, I don't know whether that's where the three people got their from, from. Oh yeah, now brother, you're from, 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 flourishing, from, from. <laughs> is somebody who is planted. Somebody who is abiding. They shall flourish in the cause of our God. And he says that even in old age, they shall still bring forth fruit. Yeah. Old age. You see people who are serving God. They've grown, but they are still bringing forth fruit because they have been abiding. They have been planted. They have been around. They have never moved away. They are still around. Bring it for fruit. Yeah. That's why you see Archbishop Duncan Williams and all these people who have been around still bringing for fruit because they have been abiding. They have not been moving. I've not been moving. How come you are always moving? Abide. They shall still bring for fruit even in old age. They shall be fat and flourishing. May you receive the blessing of fat and flourishing in the name of Jesus.
So when you are old, there is still fruit to be born. Because some people feel that when you are old, then it's over. No. Even in old age, God still expects you to bring forth fruit. And the key to that is just to be around. Just be planted. And I tell you, if you have chosen to stay, stay. Don't be making up. I'm not too sure whether I'm here or I'm not here. If you have chosen to be coming for the midweek service, be coming for the service. Don't come today, tomorrow you don't come. You will not do well. Eh? Yeah. See people, they have seen one lady. He's not sure. <laughs> His eyes are moving. Just play something because I'm closing. He's, he's, he's looking at this sister. He's looking at this sister. Listen. Learn to stay with one sister. Yeah. Focus. When I found my wife, I said, that's it. I, uh, this is the last stop. Kwakwe last stop. Do you know Kwakwe last stop? You don't know Kwakwe last stop? It's the type of trap that they use to catch a uh, mouse. <laughs> it's a sticky surface. When they step on it to eat the food, then they, they are stuck like that. <laughs> they are not moving. That's how your life should be. That's your last stop. You are married, your eyes are looking somewhere, somewhere. You never do well. <laughs> you don't like my message, eh? Yeah. See, one of the reasons why abroad marriages don't do well because they, 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 they encourage the divorce. They encourage the moving out. Yeah. One time we were driving through which city in America? Is it Chicago? I've forgotten. I saw a big billboard they have written are you are you unhappy <laughs> are you something 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 are you tired of it they, they have written there just call 1804 divorce hey. <laughs> and the divorce i mean they can do it for you now 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 you want it it will happen easy 1804 divorce the d-i-v-o-r-c-e if you have forgotten, this is why you can't forget it. Yeah. Here, before you divorce, it's not that easy. Oh. They will call your grandmother. <laughs> they will call your auntie. They will call everybody. Come and sit down. Come and listen to what he's saying. He says he's divorcing. <laughs> By the time they finish with you, now you forget about the divorce. <laughs> Hey, but beloved, in this church we have a lot of opportunities to bear fruits. If you don't do anything, you'll just be there. But as you give yourself to a lot of things, you'll find something to do. Finally, so that you will have joy. If I'm finishing, let me just finish it. So that you have joy. Bear fruits so that you have joy. Very important. Psalm 126. Thank you, Holy Spirit. Verse 1. It says that when the Lord turned again the captivity of Zion, we were like them that dream. Verse 2. Then was our mouth filled with laughter and our tongue with singing. Then said they among the heathen, the Lord has done great things for them. Verse 3. The Lord has done great things for us whereof we are glad. Verse 4. Turn again our captivity, O Lord, as the streams in the south. Verse 5. They that sow in tears shall what? Reap in joy. 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 It may look like tears now, but you're going to reap in joy. Verse 6. It says that he that goeth forth and weepeth bearing precious seed shall doubtless I said shall doubtless you shall doubtless come again with rejoicing I promise somebody here tonight that you may be weeping now but you are going to come back rejoicing because of the fruit that you are going to bring forth you will rejoice oh yeah there have been times when one has wept because of certain things but you find that the joy that comes out because of the fruit, it cannot be compared. You should ask a woman who is going to give birth. Oh! 
and sometimes they vow that they will never give birth again. <laughs> but after they have given birth and the baby comes, you should see them. <laughs> they are just laughing because of the joy. Yeah. Yeah. When you read Psalm 127, it says that children are the heritage of the Lord and the fruit of the womb is his reward. Look at it. He said, Oh, are you there? Verse 3, verse 3. Go to verse 3. Verse 4. He said, As arrows are in the hand of a mighty man, so are children of the youth. It's like the mighty man, his children are like arrows. And verse 5 says that, Happy, happy, happy is the man that has his quiver full of them. So the arrows, they are put in a, in, a, in a quiver. So when the quiver is full of arrows, in other words, full of children, in other words, full of fruits, Bible says that you are happy. From today, you shall be a happy Christian. The reason why you are not happy in the church, you are bored, <laughs> is because you are not bringing forth fruits. But I declare that from tonight, you are going to be happy in the house of God. You are going to be joyful in the house of God. The joy of the Lord will be your strength because of the fruits that you are producing. May God help you to bring forth fruits. Lift up your hand and ask God for fruits. Ask God for fruits. Pray that you will bring forth fruits. Oh, yes. Why would David say, I was glad when they said to me, let us go to the house of the Lord. There's a certain joy that he had found in the house of God. Pray. Pray that the joy of serving God the joy in bringing forth fruits will be your portion. Lift up your voice and pray in just two minutes. You want to tell God that I want to be a fruitful Christian. Pray that your life will be full of activity. Pray that you'll be involved in the things that go on in the church. In the name of Jesus. Pray that you will break every fallow ground. In the name of Jesus. Ah, yako yes Lord pray that you will mature pray that you will not remain as a child as a young person in the Lord pray that you will grow up you will grow up in the Lord mature teaching other people teaching them the word of God in the name of Jesus may the joy that comes to people who bear fruits may that joy come to you in the name of Jesus Oh, Father, we bless you. Father, we thank you. We give you glory. We give you praise. Have your way in our lives, O oh God. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. In the name of Jesus. Shepherd of my soul, I give you full control. Wherever you may lead, I will follow. I have made a choice to listen for your voice wherever you may lead I will go shepherd of my soul shepherd of I give you full control give you full control wherever you may lead I will fall I have made a choice to listen for your voice wherever you may lead I will go oh be it in the quiet pasture or by a gentle stream the shepherd of my soul is by my side should I face a mighty mountain, valley dark and deep, the shepherd of my soul will be my God. Be it, be it in the quiet pasture or by a gentle stream, the shepherd of my soul is by my side 
I should I face a mighty mountain or a valley dark and deep the shepherd of my soul will be my God oh father we bless you shepherd of our souls we give you full control take over deliver us from the last of this world the last of other things that corrupt us and prevent us from enjoying the nature of God we pray Lord for grace to be fruitful to mature to be active to break our fallow grounds to give ourselves fully to your work that we may bring forth fruit in our season thank you father for everyone here that is bringing forth fruit when you come and you are looking for fruit may you find fruit on us may you not curse us because there is no fruit but when you come you will find fruit may you not cut us down because there is no fruit when you come you shall find fruit on each and every one of us I see everyone here giving themselves to the work of the kingdom that they will bring forth fruit in the name of Jesus and as every head is bowed all eyes closed if you are here somebody invited you or you are watching you don't know Jesus as Lord and Savior you want to say pastor pray with me I want to surrender my life to Jesus I want you to pray this prayer after me you want to give your life to Jesus wherever you are lift up your right hand I'm going to pray with you you want to surrender your life to Jesus pray this prayer with me say Lord Jesus tonight I thank you for dying on the cross to save me from my sins please forgive me all my sins come into my heart make me a new person please write my name in the Lamb's book of life from today I will serve you I will follow you for the rest of my days thank you Jesus for saving me Amen. Amen. We believe you have been exhorted, edified, and comforted by the prophetic word. Call a WhatsApp plus 233-591-524-522. That's plus 233-591-524-522. To speak to Prophet Eddie Faden. Prophet Faden would love to hear from you today and to stand with you in prayer. Eddie Faben is also on Facebook. So stay in touch. Until Prophet Eddie Fabian comes your way again, run with a prophetic word.